champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm going to continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will I not, not lose. lose. Yes, yes, continue to shaking up the world. Welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. MH. Yes, he's a DB of the show, and we are Black in Sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. And today we are bringing you inside the locker room with a special edition, and here we're to talk about the topics in and around the, the game, and we're giving you another update, the state of the black athlete. All right, so we're going to talk about this little NBA boycott. Miles, you ready to do this? Yes, sir. All right, man. So, wow. Wednesday, <laughs> we're going into actually film our, our long format show. Uh, we're going into the studios, and a lot of stuff happened on Wednesday, man. So, were you shocked? Or did, just, just tell me what your thoughts about uh, the NBA boycott. Yeah, man. I, I was uh, – it took a while for me to really register what was going on. I was um, supposed to be working, but, um, you know. <laughs> right. You know, you can kind of see updates on your phone and things like that. And I saw an update that said, uh, you know, the Bucks, the Bucks game is delayed or something. Okay. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. I don't know what that's about. And then, you know, as, you know, kind of the, the story unfolded a little bit, um, it, you know, turned out to the, you know, boy, the, the you know, Milwaukee Bucks were boycotting the game. And then, you know, the Orlando Magic followed suit. And then, you know, the rest of the kind of game schedule in the NBA slate you know, kind of follow, uh, follow suit behind that. Um, and I was both, uh, both shot, but not, but not, I guess, surprised. Um, gotcha. Well, it definitely was a surprise to me cause I received a text. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, people know like our, our kind of our cadence, right? People know that we film, uh, our long format shows, um, in the studio on Wednesdays and we post them on Thursdays. So, right. um, you know, someone texted me was like, Hey, are you talking about the NBA boycott today on the show? I'm like, huh? What? Wait, what? And, you know, I, I responded. I was just like, well, no, you know, when we do the in-studio show, it's really focused on who we're talking to. It's about their story. But, right. but hold on. The NBA, what? <laughs> so I got off the phone, and that's how I first heard about it. And then I had to kind of go into, you know, the research of things because, like, you know, I was just knee-deep in, you know, prepping for the show and some other things going on. Mm-hmm. So you were surprised? I was surprised because it, it came out of left field. Mm-hmm. And... I think just, I think it was reactionary, right? Like, I, I, if we go through the sum of things, like they something happened that just really affected them, and, and I think they were just like, "All right, enough is enough. We need to do something." Yeah, I mean, George Hill, uh, point guard for the Bucks, he had kind of mentioned something in the earlier, like presser, uh, maybe the day before, or maybe a couple of days before that. You know, basically that uh, they were saying, you know. Um, they're asking about the uh, Jacob Blake incident, or just call it murder or attempted murder. Um, and he was saying, uh, it's hard for us to really do anything from, you know, where we're at. Like, you know, we respect this platform. And he basically said, I don't know why we're here anyway playing. You know, um, I caught that. He's definitely, mm-hmm. he's been one. It's like, he has that look on his face. You know how like, he, you right. got that, that look where, you know, right. Like, all right, you know, he ain't joking anymore. Like, 
Like just leave, just leave him alone. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And so, I do recall him saying something like, "Like I don't even really know why we're here, but like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna go along with it type thing." He used the phrase, "It is what it is." Yes. You know, it's <laughs> hey. Well, you say it is what it is. Right. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> well, yeah. He he. When when that when he said that, uh, you know, I, I, I'm sure. Uh, I guess he was probably a leader in the locker room, and you know they represent you know the state that everything is going on uh, right now uh, with this particular uh, uh, tragedy. So uh, yeah, I, I think it just kind of steamrolled from there. And you think that he was really the catalyst that, like, you know, it really just festered and sat with them and just be like, hey, if if this is truly what we're supposed to do, because I don't know if it was him, but I did see something in the reports, you know, today that was saying like. Hey, if I wasn't out, if I wasn't playing basketball, I'd be out protesting because that's what I was right. doing before I came here. Was he the one right. that said that? Because I know someone said something of that nature. Not sure if it's him. I mean, I can look that up. I know his teammate on the team, like Sterling Brown, uh, had his own uh, run-ins with uh, law enforcement. Oh, is uh, he the wrongfully? one that got, that got tased in the parking lot and all that yeah. stuff? Yeah, okay. exactly. Um, so. I'm sure he probably has a, a, a voice in the locker room yeah. um, that uh, that speaks to this. So I, I would I would imagine, and he was one of the, you know, when they prepared their statement as a team mm-hmm. um, after they kind of stayed in the locker room for a while, uh, he was one of the ones that kind of voiced uh, the statement. So I, I would I would assume it was outside looking in that. No, that makes sense. He, he probably had some voice in that too, George Hill. And, and those seem like both natural leaders, right? So George mm-hmm. vocally and then uh, Sterling with his incidents kind of coming together and then the shit happening, you know, miles away from them where they play and, and, and where, you know, their home city. So, right. so they go and formulate this is like, we're going to sit out. And what's amazing is that they took their momentum and people joined them. Mm-hmm. I think that makes so much more of a difference because I think a lot of times when you're doing anything, whether it's this social injustice that we're dealing with currently and that they're fighting for with, you know, black, our lives matter. I'm not even going to say black, my life matters, your life matters, right? Um, Mm -hmm. To have people to come together and not be separated. So it's great that the rest of the teams joined them and then, you know, you, you heard that nobody was playing. So that was great to hear that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think, you know, I, I always give the NBA flack for a lot of different reasons, but... Um, yeah, we know. They're, not, know. The sh- they're not the shield. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, what's, what's, what's good about it is, I don't, I don't know if they were all on the same page when this happened. I think the Bucks just kind of did this all kind of rip. And uh, I know, you know, just from random reports um, that, you know, some of the... You know, people, you know, wrestling teams were like, ah, oh, you guys kind of caught us off guard. But it wasn't a point of, like, question at that point. It was like, all right, we all doing this together. Um, and then, you know, kind of where we go from here. Uh, so I think that was, you know, to your point, um, I think that was big time that they all kind of got on the same page uh, and, and all boycotted their games. And then what was amazing, right? So you had this thunderstorm kind of happening and it snowballed or, or, or collectively grew across um, some other leagues of that night. So I think the WNBA was set to play. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they were actually, like, 
Yo, we, we, we need to have a town hall. And they were having that joint on the court, like before the games, deciding right. whether they were going to do something. And, right. you know, I was wondering myself, like, because I saw it happening, because I think it was, I think the Aces, right? Our Las Vegas Aces were supposed to play uh, yesterday. So I don't know. They weren't the first, but I know they were on the slate of teams. So I'm sitting there watching, like, man, are they going to play? Are they going to sit out? And then, you know, like it or not, you, you think about, okay, they don't make as much money. You know, so are they willing to make that type of sacrifice but they know what's going on and everything? And then to finally see, I think they ended up canceling all their all their games last night. Um, yeah, and even tonight. I mean, I think it's two straight, two straight nights of, you know, canceling their games. Well, well, speaking of tonight, so Thursday as we're filming this or, or we're taping this um, August 27th, um, I think what they said was 15 games, okay, across four leagues – decided not to play today and that's Mm -hmm. that's volume man you're talking about so it was mlb nba wnba and nhl which is like yeah (laughs) that's really big so 14 games excuse me 15 games across four sports leagues man that's really big yeah i mean and and, you know uh i think the timing is you know uh Oddly kind of right, uh, you know, um, the platform is even bigger. So, you know, I, I, I would think, and I'm kind of restricting my statement, but, you know, I, I was thinking to myself, you know, had this been a normal playoff season, a playoff year, and, you know, there's, uh, you know, thousands of fans, uh, you know, in the stadiums, you know, with the Bucks, you know, just not come out before their home fans or before the Magic fans or, you know, you know, what what would that even look like if there was just a normal occurrence where, you know, the normal NBA playoffs was going on or, you know, you know, the WNBA, if they had their normal season going on or Major League Baseball had thousands of fans in the stadium, you know, would this boycott happen and would it be as easy? And I don't know if there is the right answer to that or if it even matters. I just think, you know, something about God's timing that, hey, you know, the pandemic has kind of shut the world down a different way and it's elevated the athlete's platform to, to a certain level that, okay, not only can the boycott be most effective now, um, they have the opportunity and they're all kind of together in one vicinity to have those discussions and being able to communicate to execute it properly as well. So, I mean, I think that's... Uh, something about God finding sometimes. Look at God. No, man, I think you bring up a couple great points and then I'm going to expound upon or, or kind of be devil's advocate for, for another. <clears throat> so okay. I just, as soon as you said that I'm thinking and picturing fans in the stands, right. Mm-hmm. And you got to remember LeBron was one that's like, man, I ain't playing if no fans in the stands. Cause I play for the, I play for the fans and you know, a lot of people right. are just saying, cause the fan and they would have to make that tough decision to where right. their fans affect their personal brand. And mm-hmm. like, if I'm a fan, right? Like I get that you have your social calls, you have your whatever, but I just dropped some money on this ticket. You know, I got mm-hmm. an outfit and maybe I got my little boo or whatever. We making a night of it. And then right before, like you could have made that decision a little earlier before, <laughs> before I sat down in the, before so, I park, before <laughs> I spend $40 on parking. <laughs> right. So, um, that's a great point, you know, and not to say that they would have made one choice um, right or left, but it is a definite factor that 
was taken out of the equation, which helped them probably make their ultimate decision. Um, that that's a great point. Uh, and then 100%. the other problem you would have with that is then you have what's a normal arena. Let's just say 18, 20 K. Let's just say that's a normal NBA arena. Then you All have right. that many voices that are clouding and muddying the thing for selfish or, you know, true understandable selfish, like we just talked about. But those mm-hmm. people have their opinion like, oh, because that's when it gets into these, oh, you know, millionaires, you know, crying about blah, 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 blah. 1,000%. Right? It, it could have been easily uh, taken in a different way pretty quickly. Uh, Selfishness and all exactly. of that. So, man, exactly. that's an amazingly great point. The other thing I love that you said is that you don't think about is this pandemic or bubble situation allows them to be all together, right? Which mm-hmm. is what I think I led off with is great when they um, when the Milwaukee Bucks started to do the boycott and all the other teams joined in with them. So mm-hmm. collectively, you know what they say, you know the fist is a mighty blow. You know other, you know being together, all of that stuff. So I think that's really great. So everything you said about the timing is amazing. Do you think? Just, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you, so do you think that um, the timing had anything to do with Kaepernick, or was you think that was just another look at God coincidence that like they did this boycott on a like a four year anniversary of the day that. Um, that Kaepernick really made his first stance or, you know, a protest for uh, police brutality. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, you know how our world works. You yes. know, things are, you know, trends now. Not, I'm not saying that this is a trend, but things pop up and you're able to get quick information very quickly at the palm of your hand. So um, I, I think we'd be naive to say it didn't play any, you know, some part in, um, you know, the, the boycott, but I, I just think it was, I, I don't know. I mean, just it's a part it, of it, right? Yeah. No matter how big or small, it. it's a part of yeah. it. Yeah. But right. I, I agree with you, man. You hit something like out of the park with that. The timing of everything made sense. And I would definitely argue that, you know, when they were talking about whether to play or to not play, I think that they have more um, weight, more oomph, because lack of a better word, um, them starting the bubble and them stopping in this because the whole world was focused on them stopping. It made more of a stink than if they decided not to play a long time ago. And I think that's uh, 100%. You know, I, I think we both kind of heard like, oh, I wish they would have did this, you know, prior to even going in the bubble. And right. yeah, maybe. I mean, I was looking forward to game five of the Rocket Thunder series <laughs> as well. I'm not going to lie, right? I think. I think Westbrook was getting healthy and ready to play. So I, I'm not going to lie. I was looking forward to the game as well. And they needed so him because it looked like it could have, the tides could be changing. Yeah, if you didn't get it together, yeah, you got hard yeah, knocking yeah. down sanitizer and shit. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, was getting a little, it was getting a little tight for them, brother. So, uh, yeah, I, but I totally agree that I think it made even more impact because it was like, all right, we'll give you a little bit. Right, you know what? We're not going to play. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, I'm taking my ball. I'm going home. Man. Fuck your yeah. couch. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to play. We man. are not going to play. Yeah. So, news today. Mm-hmm. And I just saw it go across a ticker, and you're going to have to help me keep me honest on this, is that they're going back and playing starting – Tomorrow, Friday. Right. So 
without seeing all the background behind the decision and things like that, what's your initial reaction? Too soon? You know what? I don't know, man. You know, because if, if I put myself in their shoes, um, I, I would think that the majority of them want to play basketball. And obviously, this is much bigger than basketball. They've made the statement themselves. They made a statement by, by boycotting. But at the end of the day, I mean, their job is what they love, and they love what they do. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I don't I don't put them in the position where, you know, they can be wrong in situations. I mean, they boy they boycott at their job. May it have been for a day or not. You know, they they did the demonstration. Um, so I, I can't really put fault on them uh, for playing. I think what it did. Uh, you know, how, how do I say this? I, I think it just put, you know, shined a bigger light on, hey, okay, maybe let's not take, you know, call our, you know, we're not bluffing here. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. let's, let's not, don't test us. We are really serious about this. You said we can wear these statements on the back of our jerseys. You say you can paint, you know, Black Lives Matter on the court. That's great. Um, we appreciate that. You, you're hearing us out to a certain extent, but, okay, things are not really, you know, change it. Anyway, I think everybody understands that things don't change overnight, but I think it really reiterates the, the seriousness of, you know, A, their platform, how, how big their platform is, right. and then B, how serious they are about it. And, you know, I think I made this statement to you as well. I don't even, we may have gotten in a little bit into um, last night's show. Um, I think that after the first week, the shit was getting stale. Right. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. after you saw the Black Lives Matters T-shirts and it was on the on the floor. And then, you know, if you watched the press conferences with some of the players, you know, speak, you know, where they would say, oh, you know, this is the bigger picture. And they would throw in um, a stat or, or, or what they're going for. I just thought it became numbing. Right. Mm -hmm. um, the mm -hmm. biggest thing is what's what are we going to do next? And I think that's mm -hmm. always the, the, the question because it's like, and, and I believe you brought this up, as you say, the first part of this is awareness. Right. Right. So mm -hmm. I think we're all aware now. <laughs> Very true. So, right. so what was the next step? And I loved that they did this because they just shook and shock a lot of motherfuckers. Like, yo, wake up. It is. They know? did. I mean, they had the Russian bots on Twitter messing up. <laughs> All tweet the same up. thing. Yeah, tweet the same thing on the same comment. <laughs> like, yeah, they they had everybody messed up a little bit. Everybody in shock. I think it's big, man. But you know, man, and I don't want to change the subject too much, but what what's really unfortunate about it, bro, is that, you know, uh I after I was watching like, you know, when is the last time the NBA boycott has this been done in the NBA, you know? And uh, it was you know, a long 19, time ago, right? Wasn't it? Nineteen sixty-one. Was it Wilt? Bill Russell. Bill, got you. Yes, sixty-one, man. And my mom was born in sixty-one. So when my mom was my daughter's age. Now we we were boycotting basically for the, the same, same thing, and that's uh, as both heartbreaking and frustrating. Uh, for me, as I sit in this seat at 2020 talking to you right now that, 
you know, these same discussions that my mom probably was introduced to at 1961, 62, and 22, I'm talking to my daughter about the same issues. No, it, yeah. it really puts you in a, like, disgusting mood where you just, like, you know, you just looking at people, probably kind of like uh, <laughs> your, your boy George Hill's looking at people just like, man, like, get the fuck right. out of here. Somebody else has to- <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I ain't trying to hear that stuff, man. Get out of here with that. Right. Um, so I, I do love that they did a next step. So one of the people that I guess uh, ESPN, um, I'm trying to think who else. There's a couple of people said that they had consult, they consulted with um, while they were doing this, what steps they wanted to do. And uh, it was, uh, was it Dr. Um, what's his name? Dr. Henry uh, Edwards. Okay. Uh, the guy, he actually wrote this book called Dear Black Athlete, which mm-hmm. I purchased, and I'm like, you know, I need to read this. I need to read this. Now, I definitely, that just jumped up the list of my, my reading priority book, where sure. he, he talked about, like, the black athlete needs to, is going to be a very big catalyst in these movements for this social thing, and, and they need to demand more because they are, are in this position of economic, a stronger economic situation and just because of their platforming and things, how they root and control money. So I guess they've been talking with them and, and, and with his leadership and maybe some other people um, was one of the reasons they jumped back to saying that they were going to play Friday and hopefully because some of their things were met. Because the ultimate thing was uh, Jacob Blake, you know, was, you know, attempted <laughs> attempted murder. And it was just like, no, come on now. Enough is enough. Stop attempting to kill us, right? Like, right. Luckily, he's he's surviving. You know, he's going to be in a different altered state. Um, I heard that he's going to be paralyzed. Paralyzed. Yep. Um, and we were having this discussion, like alive versus paralyzed, is you know, in, in some situations a better situation. Um, but mm-hmm. he's going to have a long road of trauma and things to overcome. Um, to even become. In a fluid situation, yeah, and not just him, man. Is I mean, his his kids. I was reported two or three. How how many kids were in the car? You know, seeing their uh, father get get shot. You know, can you imagine the trauma that they, you know, will, will, will probably go through, and that's going to get passed down to you know their kids, and they will say, you know, why why is granddaddy in the wheelchair? They're going to have to re-explain the story, and that's going to get passed down and passed down. And it's just like, man, that's 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 uh, it's sad, man. And you know, there's no. And I'm not again, not getting off on a tangent, but just pouring my heart out to you. Like, there's no part of me that would ever want to be a police officer. Uh, just from you know how confrontation happens, I'm not the one that I I'm not going to invite myself to confrontation to break up anything if it didn't have to do with my family or friends. Right. Yeah, I'm probably going to mind my business and go the opposite way. Um, so I respect those that hold that position and those that you know uh, hold that position correctly. But when we get to a you know situation where um, you know perhaps you think of yourself more than just a human being. Uh, because of a position, I think that's where there's an issue and continues to be a history issue in this country. So, no big, big issue. Yeah. So they're getting back to playing. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, so they arrested um, the what do you call it? The what's the guy that makes the 
the prosecutor, whatever his name is, um, mm-hmm. he they have uh, formally charged the, 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 the cop that was in this situation. Mm-hmm. During the protest, you had your boy with a, a long gun walking down the street just capping black folks. Um, yeah. It's just 17 year old. 17 year old. And like, I mm-hmm. didn't, I didn't hear all the stories. And like, I heard he like drove from another city or state to go down here to do this. To protect businesses or whatever he, whatever his, his, I guess, his, quote, his, quote, his charge, his, quote, his call mission was mission. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. And it's just like, you see this and, how can people have any other stance? Like I get everybody has um, beliefs and, and things of value, but you sit, you have to sit there and just say like, okay, maybe something's not right here. Just the acknowledgement just portion, the man. Acknowledgement portion. Like <laughs> nothing else. Just like, just to sit there and be like, hmm, you know, you, you may be onto something there, right? Like <laughs> where the fuck is that at, man? Correct. It's so crazy. And then man, and, you just, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead so go ahead. you just think, man, we're just in this, this ongoing turmoil, right? And we talked about this outside of the show and, and people miss a lot of, we have some great conversations outside and that's what's great about the locker room. Cause we get to shed some light on some of those things, but you made a great point is that while we're in this pandemic dealing with all these social injustices, an economic crisis and a very polarizing election. Everything is being politicized. Everything, everything. Mm-hmm. And instead of sitting back, cause I have a lot of people that told me during the first stuff that I mattered, <laughs> you know, when they told me, EJ, you matter to me <laughs> and they were calling mm-hmm. me and texting me this, their first thing was like, you know, I don't see it as a black and white issue. It's a human issue. And I'm like, okay, well, can you take your human issue eyes and see that something was wrong with this system and and not polarize it? Right. So. Right. Now, it, it, it's, you know, I guess, you know, I was, I was trying, I was like, you know, what? I like I said, I've never been, I've been black all my life, right? And so I see things from my eyes and, um, I can only see things from my perspective. So I was just trying to put myself into um, in a perspective of, I, I don't know, someone else um, that may see it differently or has a different opinion. And I'm I'm thinking like, oh, okay, if something happened on the side world, right? And everybody knows me that knows I'm not the, you know, the I'm not the Miss Frizzle. I, I'm not really huge on animals in general. But, right. you know. If there's a, a wounded deer that got hit by a vehicle, there there are some people that may stop and say, hey, you know, call somebody, hey, there's a wounded deer. For me, I'm going to just merge left or right and just, hey, I'm sorry, Bambi, <laughs> pray for you, brother. But, I'm, you know, keeping it I'm, I'm keeping it moving. Right. Um, you know, and so if I take this into, like, human perspective, is, you know, may, may, maybe from – you know, another perspective, you just don't, it doesn't affect you. So you like, I'm just going to keep minding my business in there. And for me, I'm not even mad at those people that feel that way. What I, I'm, what I'm disappointed or what I'm angered is, is that, Hey, if you don't understand, that's fine, but don't tell me how I should feel. Don't tell me how, 
uh, I'm wrong about it. Don't don't say, oh, but good point. Uh, Jacob Blake was doing something wrong. Like, you just leave your opinions out of it, right? Just something is wrong there. Acknowledge that something is wrong. Say a prayer for, you know, black America or however you want to do it if you don't want to really associate it with it and keep it moving. But don't don't uh, vilify or criticize black America for the hurt that they've, we've experienced for for over 400 years. I, I just think that part of it is super wrong. No, so, 100%. I mean, if you're not willing to, um, because I believe people are capable of relating. Right. You know, um, they just choose not to. And not saying that you're going to fully understand, although you can take time and just be like, you know what? I don't know. But if this is what you're telling me, you know, then that makes that sounds wrong. Whether you're right yeah. or wrong, whether you're right or wrong, right? Like if I right. tell you like, yo, man, the sky is green mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm blind. <laughs> right. And you can see. I'm going to have to rock with you. Like, Oh, like I I don't know. I've never seen the sky, but like if you're telling me it's green and then I walk to the next person and the next person's telling me the sky is green. That's the part, (laughs) right? Like, I mean, there's two two niggas that have said, Hey man, this guy is green as hell up there. It's green as hell. Well, well, maybe it is a little turquoise. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. So that's my thing. And it's like, and it's not that, Man, we can go back to old rap songs where people like, you know, 911's a joke. Like, they killing us out in these streets. Like, <laughs> we dying. Right. Like, such and such got shot. And, and you brought up, like, Bill Russell <laughs> was talking about the same shit. The same thing. In 1961. So no matter if you're blind, if someone's saying something enough, I think it implores you to at least listen. And I love the way you stated it is like, if you don't want to listen or if you don't want to take the time to research and investigate and, and, and see to form an educated opinion, shut the up, <laughs> man. Just be quiet. Just no. be yeah. quiet, man. Yeah. And I don't get that, man. So I'll just tell people, man, get the fuck out of here. Somebody else, right? <laughs> like I ain't trying to hear it. Just leave, just leave me alone. All right. Just be quiet. So, all right. <laughs> I wish you would have used your your comparison. I, you went deer, but you know the other day was National Dog Day, so you left that. Yeah. Alone. But I'm gonna touch on it. I'm gonna touch, touch on, on it because they because this is a very understandable thing. People are pet lovers, right? And that goes, no, across, that goes across all spectrums, right? Mm-hmm. And now our culture may have a different relationship with dogs. Um, and I won't even just say our culture. I'll say the South. Okay. Yeah. Grew up in, in Florida. So I've seen some of this mm-hmm. and you made a great, uh, great statement on our shows. Like, Hey, if someone would have shot a dog seven times, um, it would have been on and no I didn't questions think that. about it. But like, I text you that night and I just like, cause that rang with me and a story I shared mm-hmm. with you on that episode. And we have that where someone did something to dogs and they tried to put that man under the cell. Did, did not want him to even after he served his time and apologized and, you know, asked for forgiveness. They want to give this man his job back or anything. And there's still people that don't believe he should be breathing right now. Basically at all. He should be dead. 
Um, Correct. They don't want him in the Hall of Fame. Like all his accomplishments and all this, you know. <laughs> And, and he Mike, lost everything. And if you don't get it, we're talking about Mike Vick. For, for right. whoever doesn't get who the hell we're talking about. Right. It, it was Mike Vick. And, I mean, he was remorseful. He served time. He's giving back. He's still giving back. And mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I'm not going to say if it's right or wrong. I'm going to tell you I understand the culture. <laughs> right? And that mm-hmm. was within the culture of the South. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where I've seen that humane or not humane, that's the whole that's that whole debate and that discussion. But there were people looking for legislation, talking to their senators, talking to everything to make this happen, and then you don't do the same thing for a human being. Correct. You miss me with that, man. And and then again, if if that is shown, if if you just replace uh Mr. Blake in the video with I don't know, the dog from uh, Sandlot. And you, the dog from Sandlot is a scary dog the whole movie. But if you see that dog shot seven times in his back, no questions asked What? how many baseballs this dog swallowed or if he ate a kid, as they said on the Sandlot. Nobody's going to ask any of those questions. Tearing up people's fences, nothing. Yeah, he did, yeah nobody's going to ask that. Nobody's going to ask any questions. They're going to say, hey, man, that's wrong for that dog. I don't know what that dog did. But it's wrong. You shot that dog. Who is the man that shot the dog? We need to have rights for this dog. We Nobody need to protect the say, dog. The dog. Nobody's. In, the dog has rights. <laughs> correct. And then I'm going to take it to another level. At the beginning of quarantine, everybody—not everybody, but a lot of the what's his name, Joe Exotic, Tiger King was like one of the little trending things on Netflix at the beginning, right? Right. And one of the pieces of Tiger King that's really interesting to me was these tigers were, for lack of a better term, locked up, you know, in cages, whatever, in, I guess in their, so to speak, quote-unquote, natural habitat, but they were in cages and they didn't live like a, a tiger would live. I, I, I could hear Cat Williams talk about it. <laughs> Am I really a tiger? I, I don't know. I, I don't feel like a tiger. <laughs> I don't feel much like a tiger. Like a tiger. Roar. <laughs> Roar. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <it's> hilarious. <laughs> I was gonna hit you but, with, the, with the hangover, the, the tiger, <laughs> uh, the tiger, the tiger song, right? <laughs> exactly. What do tigers but, dream of, man? But no, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> but even there was a part on there, and it's not funny, but it was hilarious to me. Uh, one of those times, a tiger attacked the late the girl on. <laughs> And then, she, you know, she came in the next. Oh, the, yeah, in the next episode, she had the little nub. And Joe, <laughs> Joe Exotic got his little paramedic jacket. That I don't know where he got this Letterman jacket from. <laughs> the the paramedic members jacket. only paramedic jacket. Right. <laughs> but as you can see, okay, but the tiger, the point is, the point I'm trying to make is the tiger uh, was in captive or he's captivated. So nobody, when the tiger said, hey, you know what, man, I'm tired of, you feed me this Walmart meat. I'm tired of being in this cage. Spoil I'm Walmart tired meat. of you. Yeah. I'm tired of this. I'm, I'm tired of seeing you limp around me every day and think you know what you're doing. I just, you know, I'm t- I want to be free. I want to have my rights as a tiger. When that tiger bit that lady's arm off, nobody was like, what's wrong with this tiger? Are these tigers are tearing up something and 
that's bad. We need they they're riding. They're, the tiger the, the is looting. Tiger's, oh, is looting. <laughs> the nobody said that. They like look. This, this tiger is captivated. This tiger is in, in, in prison. You probably should get your arm bit off, right? right. <laughs> that's 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 the thing. But again, when we talk to uh, the Black America, and, 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 and you say, "Hey, we keep telling you, hey man, stop killing us." Stop killing us. Hey, man. Hey, we go. We got it on the shirts. Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff. And then when things go a little aggressive, you say, oh, man, there's rioting, there's looting. Yeah, I, I don't I wouldn't do that either. But I mean, can you can you kind of understand? <laughs> can you kind of understand? Right? We've been trying to say this for 400 years. So, yeah, man, I don't know. We're, we're in the world where Tiger King and you know, a little tiger and. Uh, Lassie, uh, for some reason, for some is, is probably more important than the the black man, and that's sad. <laughs> Very much so. So, um, there there was some momentum gathered. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to see what else they do, right? Because you know, I'm a big proponent of action, right? So, I think this was an amazing action step, and we need to continue to focus on what are the actions. Um, I know one of the actions that we've done and we need to kind of um, get this show out there is we did a little bit on um, LeBron's uh, more than a vote campaign that he's working on. So so that's one of the things that, you know, maybe not talked about as much, but there is, I think he's referenced in a couple of his um, after the, after the um, game interviews, but I know that they have that. Um, I know the coaches in the NBA have a coaches initiative where they're actually talking about how they're working in their individual cities on social injustice. So those are a couple things that um, I've picked up that they're doing. Um, so mm-hmm. it's great to see that action. Has there been anything that stands out to you that you that you've heard of? Yeah, I think I don't I don't know if it was the Bucks and forgive me I'm misquoting, but one of the teams that um, maybe it was a, the Thunder um, per se with Chris Paul. Okay. But anyway, one of the teams that um, boycotted during that time when they were discussing of, you know, this is how we're going to boycott or whatever the case is, we're not going to play the game. They managed to kind of, you know, um, register everybody within, you know, all the players, all the coaches, all the, you know, staff members that were there, they all registered to vote uh, during that time. Oh, wow, dope. Uh, and I think that is, you know, a, a big step. And, you know, I think it's, this is very important. This election is very important. To vote like your life depends on it because, you know, it, our lives do, do depend on it. So, no, that is. I think great. that's I, nice. That did hear about a little of that as well. Mm-hmm. And then, so that, um, that's a step. Um, our our girl. Why am I dropping her her name? But um, she's on TMZ now. Renee, Renee, who stepped Montgomery. out uh, Montgomery that stepped out of the um, WNBA is doing uh, a lot for voter registration and pushing a lot of campaigns. Um, so Atlanta and we talked about this is open their stadium to be a major polling destination. And right. they, along with maybe some other people are pushing um, to campaign that other stadiums or, or, or at least some um, arenas push to do that as well. So it'd be great to see that. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I think to your point, I mean, we got to, you know, kind of put some, some, some actions, uh, you know, into and, and play. Um, and I think those are, steps in that right direction all right man i'm gonna play a little something we're gonna see how this works man but uh do you remember <laughs> this uh this tupac interview man way back in the days 
about to. Uh, uh, I want some food. I'm hungry. Yeah, so I'm going to see if I can play a little bit of that. Hold on. I know this is trying to do too much, but I think that this kind of goes to. Control off the league. <laughs> right. Put a home let me see like them throwing salami all over the I mean just like throwing food around where they're telling me there's no food in here. You know what I'm saying? Every day I'm standing outside trying to sing my way in. You know what I'm saying? We are hungry, please let us in. We are hungry, please let us in. After about a week that song is gonna change the We hungry, we need some food. After two, three weeks, it's like, you know, give me all the food and we're breaking out the door. And after a year, and you just like, you know what I'm saying? I'm picking the lock, coming through the door, blasting, you know what I'm saying? It's like you hungry, you reached your level, you don't want any more. We asked ten years ago. We was asking with the Panthers, we was asking with them, you know, with civil rights movement. We was asking. You know, now, now those people that were asking, they're all dead and in jail. So now what do you think we're going to do? Boom. Wow. Boom. <laughs> and that's what people don't want, understand when they kind of tell us that certain things are become looting when we're, you know, protesting. And, and you know, there's other divisive things. We asked <laughs> a long time ago, man. So it, it's really hopeful to see some change. And, and it's, and it's, Nobody's asking for us to be supreme. Nobody's asking us to just move on top of the, you know, the food chain. Just matter. We're just at, yeah, we're just asking to be equal. What, what, what the com- right? comedians say, just, just matter. Just, just matter. That's it. Just matter. And I don't know. Just matter. Just matter. Just matter. That's it. Well, yo, Miles, man, you, you matter to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> What was the other one we used to joke about? Oh, I'm, I'm trying. I, hey, I just, I, I got it. I see you. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you got anything else for the people, man? Nah, man. I, I would say, uh, you know, stay prayed up, man. I know. Uh, I'm not going to turn this into super religion, but man, you know, these times are tough, and nobody has the right answers. Uh, but we do know. Uh, a man, our higher being, and ourselves, and whoever we pray to, there's somebody uh, in control. Um, so stay prayed up during this time. No, absolutely, man. And, um, you know, I think um, one of the things that uh, Dr. Edwards said is we've been through worse and we came out much better. So mm-hmm. let's just uh, kind of rock with that. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, hey, I hope you enjoyed listening to The Locker Room. Please continue to give us feedback. We appreciate We've been getting so much feedback on our social about the shows. Please repost the shows and share it with the uh, people. And we just want to have the conversation. Um, you know, this is just our update of, you know, our thoughts, and we're willing to have the conversation. So uh, share the show. We're on all um, all social media platforms, uh, Black and Sports, and we're on all YouTube. I mean, excuse me. I'm flubbering right now. We're on all Uh, podcast platforms as well so just know we're rooting for you screaming all us blacks got a sports and entertainment until we even assuming i'm rooting for everybody black yeah Uh uh-huh yeah assuming i'm rooting for everybody black yo 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 look Shoot me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black Spap out to racks on handmade new racks Shoot me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back.